Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Welcome to NBA Today. Coming up on NBA Today, LeBron, he opened his 21st season in a Lakers loss to the Nuggets. But the story of the night, it was Anthony Davis's disappearing act in the second half and what it means for the Lakers going forward and what the Suns win over the Warriors says about Booker's dominance and the dubs, we'll call them shortcomings. Plus, James Harden, he is officially back in Philly, but just for now, will he play in the season opener tomorrow? NBA Today starts right now. Welcome to NBA Today. He is Zach Lowe. He is Brian Windhorse. He is Kendrick Perkins. And I am Malika Andrews here in the Seaport Studios. The 2023-24 season, it got underway last night. I don't know about you guys, but I tucked into my room service burger. I turned on that first game of our doubleheader. We don't have burgers here, but we do have the highlights. So let's get straight to them. Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets title defense got underway against LeBron James and the Lakers. Here's how it went down. First, of course, the ring ceremony. And Nikola Jokic had to show off. Look at that new bling that they got there. Not to mention the first banner raised in the rafters at Ball Arena. LeBron James taking all of this in. First play, Anthony Davis. We've been expecting a lot. Him to step up for this team. LeBron James called him the face of the franchise. Gets the block on Jokic. They get out in transition. And LeBron James gets the bucket there. Back and forth battle early before the Nuggets really started to assert their dominance, including on this play, Kendrick Perkins. Yo, Reggie Hot Sauce Jackson, that, that's his nickname. But look, he got away with one on Braun, but the important thing is he knocked down the bucket. LeBron James had a team-high 21 points for the Lakers, but Nikola Jokic, he picked up where he left off. Playing bully ball, but again, you cannot allow a guy to have five or six crab dribbles and expect anyone to stop him, but he was fantastic. Nikola Jokic letting out a rare scream mm. mid-game, going ahead to the fourth quarter here. LeBron James, Lakers down six, pulls up for three, cuts the lead to three at this point, but then who checks in? Zach Lowe. Oh, yeah. Two-time MVP. Nick. Yeah, we're in trouble. Let's just give the ball to the big guy who could do anything from anywhere and he's stronger than you and run the same play over and over again. Uh-oh, we blew a switch. Jamal Murray, three, can't do that. That's Jamal Murray. He's going to make the all-star team this year. Let's do it again. All right, here we go. Same screen. That does well. Oh, we'll just go right into a pick and roll because Nikola Jokic is the best facilitator in the league. KCP had a great game. Let's do it again. Oh, nothing's really happening here. Let's see. Oh, to the Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, two-man game. LeBron panics. Aaron Gordon dunk. How about we run it back? Mike Malone does not waste a play. The best two-man game in the league. Joker rolls hard. Help comes. Bing, bam, boom. Michael Malone will run the same play over and over again until you stop it. And they have a dude who is bigger than you and stronger than you and can do everything from everywhere. And this is what he started. 
Those were the chants in the arena. Yes, Michael Malone, that is absolutely your fault. Denver gets the win 119-107. We expected to see Nikola Jokic already in midseason form. Maybe something that we did not expect is for LeBron James just to play 29 minutes. He only played less than 30 minutes once last season. Here's Darvin Ham on just that after the game. It'll be a group effort starting with him first and foremost but also being mindful of the schedule and what he's doing on game days as well as non-game days. I mean, I always want to be on the floor, um, especially when you got an opportunity to you know, win a game or you feel like you can make an impact. But um, I guess there's a system in place and, you know, got to follow it. At the end of the day, we didn't win, but I think for me, my performance and what I did individually in the time that I was out there, I think I was productive. I think so. Brian, you've covered LeBron James for the better part of two decades. The way that he's playing, sometimes it's easy to forget that he is turning 39 in just a couple of months. So limiting his minutes, it may make sense, but can the Lakers afford to? Well, for the better part of two decades, I've had coaches start seasons saying they're going to play him less. Because <laughs> this is something that happens like every uh, October. Um, the Lakers made reference to this during the preseason. That they were going to limit his workload. They were going to try to protect him from injury. But we didn't really know they were going to go to this level. Mm. They were going to keep him this low. And I'm not even sure that it was calculated to be this low because he was the best player in the game for the Lakers in this one. And what it, it, I, I appreciate what they're doing, but the problem was is when he was off the floor and Anthony Davis was on it, yep. they were minus 19. Right. And I know they were playing in Denver, and Denver looked great, and I appreciate that, but... That is not a sustainable thing. And I know it won't be the same maybe tomorrow night when they play the Suns or next week or whatever, but that is a worrisome trend against a team you're eventually going to have to try to beat. Look, the Jess Davis thing down there, that's ugly. That's horrible. We're talking about, really, if he's going to play 29, 30 minutes, we're talking about, like, four minutes that you would have expected peak LeBron to be on the floor that he's not going to be on the floor. Mm. The Lakers have to be able to stay afloat for four minutes and that's just not on ad that's like they may have to throw the kitchen sink out there when lebron rests austin reeves got to be out there who's ever rolling among your guards got to be out there unlock anthony davis on the pick and roll a little bit anthony davis has to be better offensively zero points in the second half can't happen we'll talk more about that i just keep looking where's the jumper where did it go because if you're talking about Anthony that Davis, it, it may be the, ro the roller coaster. Stephen A. said this morning, the roller coaster of Anthony Davis, a lot of that is, where's the jumper? Can I get four extra points on the jump shot? He cannot seem to find it. He left it in the bubble. Well, well Stephen A. was wrong. And anybody that's crucifying Anthony Davis is wrong after game one. Because, yes, LeBron did pass the torch and say that Anthony Davis is the franchise guy because, if I recall, last season Anthony Davis was injured. I mean, LeBron was injured, and Anthony Davis actually – carried that team to help them get into the postseason and give LeBron time to help them make it to the Western Conference. That's number one. Number two, he was playing against the best player in the game in Jokic, okay? We have all said that. And, guard, Maybe, and, guard, okay, and guarded him, yeah. right? And but we saw he couldn't guard him last season. Mm -hmm. He's given up 30 pounds. So I had to pull out my notes. I don't usually have notes. Wait, the wait, wait. What, oh. What yeah, hey. Give me a little roll. Yeah, yeah. Come on, come on here and have we a seat. Need to make, we need to make room yeah. for big swagger. Yeah, Who's come on here and have a seat. You look good. You look good. Here here's the thing. The last five seasons, 
143 and 57. That's the Denver Nuggets record at home. Number one in the Western Conference. They were 34 and seven last season. Number two in the league. They were 10 and one in the postseason. Why I bring up the Denver Nuggets? The altitude. And people may say, oh, you giving them an excuse, you giving them an excuse. But as a guy that actually played in the altitude, I know the toll that it could take on your body. When you're banging with someone that has 30 pounds on you and you're guarding him on both ends of the floor and you're getting asked to do so much on the offensive end, you get fatigued. And it's a real thing. It's not, it's not. Yes, Who because you? you can never get adjusted to altitude. Who are you right now? I'm, 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 I'm a guy that had, listen. I'm a guy that had to go into Denver and bang with a guy like Nene, uh, Nene. Uh, and we, if anybody remember Nene, we know what type of pressure he was bringing. It wasn't like with a guy with Jokic. But what I'm saying is, we cannot sit up here and crucify it's Anthony fierce. Davis. Nobody's doing the, that. You no, know, everybody's been doing it. I got a question. Fierce. What? At what point in your career did you make forty million dollars? I mean, what that got to do with it? That means when we pay you that money, we expect you to have points he and earned, more than one rebound in the second dude, half. He earned that money. That, that contract per, that was paid. Listen, per, but we also, know, we also know that based on that pay, you are judged more harshly and critical than people without that pay. Okay, it's you, the same in every league. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Y'all brought me out here to fight with my brother, but I got you. No, it's all good. You getting soft. It's all good. You look at you look you just said today, and I watched you on first take. You said Joe Burrow is the second best quarterback in your opinion yep. in the league after Patrick Mahomes. Did the Cincinnati Bengals get off to a good start? No. Did you lose trust in them? No, I didn't no, lose you, trust in them. You didn't lose trust in them because but, but but I've seen We're gonna get your mic fixed because it fell off. You were so passionate yeah. that your so, mic fell off. So here's the thing. I think they just disconnected. Here's the thing. Like I hate this narrative that we crucifying Anthony Davis for asking him to do something that we expect him to do because that is the onus that's put on him with the team. It's game one. Perk, nobody's panicking when we start talking about down the road. The problem is, bro, and we we, we got, first of all, we got to stop acting like because of game one we have in this conversation. There's a history of this. What history? That, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, is this. We talk about the franchise and LeBron passing the franchise to Anthony Davis, yes, he did that because Anthony Davis showed up. Do you do you know what position the Lakers were in when LeBron went out last season? Do you realize uh, that? But All see, you're making the argument. No, Here, let me bring football in the NBA today. Let me bring football into this. So there is this overall arching conversation about Dak Prescott when he gets to big games, right? And I'm not saying Dak Prescott is comparable to AD who he is on the basketball court. What I'm saying is where you are, the Los Angeles Lakers, the money that you've been paid, there is an expectation for you in those situations to deliver all the time. I'm not knocking that. But, but, we, it's but hard so to, many people but, say, but, well, but it's, it's okay because he hard, played good last It's hard week. to deliver all the time, bro. I played with 16 Hall of Famers, and right. they didn't deliver like, well, all think, the time. Enough football. 
let's talk about basketball for a second. Perk, Perk, you and I, we're, on, we're copacetic about Anthony Davis. He's the most important defensive player on the court. Every second, he's on the floor. Nobody wants to talk about that. It's boring. You know what it is? It's exhausting. Number two, for most big men, he's a big man, 6'10", 6'11", whatever he is. If you just throw him the ball and say, create some offense for us, it's going to be up and down. There's like two big men in the whole league who can get you 30 a game doing that, and they both have won the MVP. So, yes, does he have to be better? Absolutely. But, look, they got to find a way to get him some easy dives on the pick and roll, and the, he has to make jump shots. I keep coming back to this, because if you throw in the ball on the block, he's going to have games where he's 6 of 17. That's but just what happens. it's not just his performance. It goes with the fact that they're reducing the Of course minutes. it does. That's four minutes. For four minutes, well, he's got to be better. I'm saying in a big game out of the gate, it didn't work. It doesn't mean it won't work. It, I'm just saying it's the combination of those two things. Nothing, it's okay to talk about the now, that guys. Wasn't, that wasn't nothing but an appetizer. That wasn't nothing but the appetizer. We're talking about game one of 82. Perk, let me ask you a question. All right, all you guys. Are we having this visceral reaction because Anthony Davis had one game where he didn't do anything in a half? No, it's about do, the playoffs do, last year. The come on, man. But, but, like, let, like, let's not act like we just, no, oh, Anthony Davis terrible because he played a bad half. No, he played a bad half, but he also did it against the best player in the world who has dominated Perk, everybody. What a, so so what, why do and we – And I just talked to you. You, but, play, you play with the Houston Hoops. You play – But why do we think the Lakers – You play basketball. And I and I watched you and me and you were in the yes. same organization. And we talked about it outside of there that if a guy get ten time ten crab dribbles to pound you in your chest, you know how it's, to it's, it takes a lot it, out of you. It does. Okay, perk. I understand that, and I love you to death. But I'm not going to sit here and make excuses for a dude where we making no excuses. I'm he talking can about go to a level that so, very so few can go to in this league. I understand. I'm so not, we can't we can't we can't not this. acknowledge it when he what, don't do it. One game. You keep saying one game. We are not having this reaction because of one game, Perk. We're having this reaction because there have been times. Why are we bringing up his name? Where Back, we, last word on this. Because we've expected Anthony Davis to do stuff without LeBron James to carry the team and clearly say, he did. I'm the guy he that's going to do it. He, he did it last He didn't do it last night. He did it last And he okay. didn't do it a couple times the last year. of his game is offensively it's going to be a little up and down unless he finds a more consistent jump shot to give you a baseline but I'm with Perk, and by the way, I Perk, got a question Perk, for you, hold Zach. on, Perk. <laughs> I, you, I take you 10% more seriously with the microphone in your hand. That's a great look. Zach, we need I to make this a look. In this segment, we have lost mics. <laughs> we have had football analogies. We have had a Anthony Davis I, I, roller y'all coaster. Y'all just so, y'all so lenient. And the seat. <laughs> See, football, every game is life or death. We got 81 more. I'm like, but, but dude, like, I, I just, final like, what's the standard? What's the standard, bro? We're going to get into that in the break. Still to come on NBA Today. I mean, Steph He's not going to be an offensive. We paying Kevin $40 Durant million on the block shots when you 40 years. So did the Suns oh, beat man. the Dubs? And what Sorry, does that say about both teams? Swagoo, you are always welcome. Golly. With the Sixers starting tomorrow, there's another twist Golly. to the James Harden saga. What is that? Why? And what questions we need to answer now? And we're going to go from Paris to San Antonio and everywhere in between. All eyes on Victor Wembanyama tonight a must-hear characteristic that is American that the French phenom says he needs to embrace. You are watching NBA Today. Wemby time. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, 
Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Welcome back to NBA Today, coming to you live from Seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection, it starts with Patron, and perfection is Shanae Gumake, who joins us now. We're going to dive into Devin Booker and the Suns, what they did to Steph, CP3, and the Warriors last night. Let's get it, Director Tommy. For the first time in front of fans, Kevin Durant, he made his return to the Bay Area. This is how it went down. Look, all smiles between Steph Curry and Kevin Durant. A welcome back tribute acknowledging the fans and the crowd where he won two NBA titles. Steph Curry, let's get this started. Phoenix up by six at this point, just dancing and getting all the way to the cup perk. Absolutely doing what Steph Curry do, but you can't leave a guy on the island by himself. And look at Devin Booker attacking downhill, using the screen, flexing, getting big in the paint. I should mention no Bradley Beal in this one, of course, as he was continuing to deal with some discomfort uh, in his back. E Nothing uncomfortable about that. Money sniper. You <laughs> still <laughs> was. Bradley Beal loving it from the bench, picking it up here in the third quarter. Chris Paul find Steph Curry. It feels like we're going to be seeing a lot of that this year. Absolutely. I mean, I, well, Chris Paul just got to make sure he do his role, but that, that's the CP3 they need. He just got to be himself. Don't try to come in trying to fit in. Be CP3, whatever this, that may be. This game was exciting down to the wire. Final 45 seconds here. And who said, who said Phoenix needed a point guard, Malika? I watched Devin Booker control the whole game the last minute and 45 seconds, making plays for others. Steph keeping the Warriors' chances alive. Phoenix up two, 15 seconds left. Devin Booker going to work. Look Five at that dog! Rolling to the basket to give the Suns a four-point lead with mere seconds remaining. Phoenix gets the win. Let's take a listen to Devin Booker on that whole point guard conversation. You are a playmaker despite what people think. What do you have to say to the naysayers about you guys don't have a point guard? Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't talk to them. <laughs> I'll let you guys talk to them. But no, just trying to be aggressive. You know, I had it going in the first half, so I knew they are going to throw some different defenses at me. And, you know, we have guys that can make them pay every time. It was incredible. He started off just flaming hot, uh, 15 points in the first quarter, and just got us going. Just kept us there the whole night. You know, we're going to need that from him all season. 
uh, running the offense, making the great plays late, making those three assists late. You know, we're going to need that going forward. So, Chanae, KD mentioned how big Devin Booker was for them down the stretch, and we had perk allude to it. The conversation all summer was, well, what about this? They don't have a point guard. They don't have a traditional point guard. What did you see last night from Devin Booker? Oh, I saw a whole lot of good. Devin Booker was the best player on the floor down the stretch, and that includes the likes of Steph Curry and KD on the floor. And what I loved about all of this was his ability to facilitate because he made his teammates so much better. And if you look at this number right here, 15 points scored or assisted on in the final 523 of the game and I'll show you exactly how he got it done let's get it especially with the final few minutes so Romy Mate producer Tommy baby Devin Booker loves to snake screens he snakes here he has two options Nurkic rolling but this time he hits a Kogi for the three who had 17 points his only three of the night the big whammy and then again here he is in a pick and roll he snakes it again double team comes from Golden State and this time he finds who a shooter a sniper in Gordon who Mind you, was not having a good night shooting the ball from three, but this time he really threw the dime. And then again, the next possession, which I love right here, just coming off, this is typically a bad scenario. Jump passes. Instead, a tough finish. Back to back to back, plus the dap. You gotta love it, right? <laughs> the Warriors, they attempted to double-team Devin Booker a few times Tuesday, but it just didn't work. The Suns were a perfect four for four, three assists when Book was double-teamed, and that was crucial in the last 75 seconds of the game, and that included the final basket that really sealed the game for the Suns. So, like Perk said, why need a PG when you've got to do it all? And he's looking like he's a do-it-all so far for right. the Suns. Particularly because, what does that say down there? That is the most by any Spurs player in the last 20 Suns, yep. five seasons. By Suns player, rather, in the last 25 seasons. Obviously, we saw Chris Paul, formerly a part of the Suns, in his debut with the Golden State Warriors. Let's take a listen to him now. One game, a couple of preseason games under our belt, feeling like, you know, there's been a lot of confidence that's been building in terms of what we're trying to do. So uh, we're going to obviously continue to get better. It's 81 more. There's a lot of good things we did tonight, a lot of not so great things, but uh, the freedom, you know, the, the pull up threes, you know, that I got a chance to shoot tonight. And when you're playing with, you know, guys that, that shoot it as good as, you know, Steph and Clay consistently. You know, uh, I think the more games you just get more and more comfortable of, you know, being aggressive, finding that balance. It's fair to say it was more good, I think, than bad for Chris Paul in his Warriors debut. He helped with his nine assists, just one turnover. Couldn't find a shot, though. Four of 15 from the field. The Warriors, they had their signature third quarter, it felt like. But Steph, he had a little bit of foul trouble. No Draymond Green. Brooke, are you more concerned or optimistic after this performance from Golden State? I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Um, you know, I've been lobbying for, for Jonathan Kaminga to actually get a lot more minutes. And I know... I said Steve Kerr has to be patient and trust him. But the one problem that I have with him is that every time he touches the ball, he's looking for self. He's trying to score. It's not the Golden State offense. Like It's not like he's trying to fit in and do what he needs to do for the betterment of the team, and that's a problem. The next problem is, is that when Draymond Green gets back, what's going to happen with CP3? Draymond Green is the facilitator. I'm like this. Even Steven, same feeling about the Warriors I have today, I had yesterday. They need things to go right to win, you get back to the finals. But look, 
10 of 43 from three. That's not going to happen again. Clay and Wiggins have to be better. They will. Draymond didn't play. Put it in the garbage bin and move on to the next game. How small they looked, Malika. They had Gary Payton, Steph Curry, and Chris Paul out there at the end. Mm. They've been small in the interior for years. They've won that way. Uh, they've never been this small in the perimeter. That's a, that's a weakness. And that's not something that necessarily we're going to see improve immediately. We're going to have to keep an eye on it. All right, still to come on NBA Today, James Harden. He's back with the 76ers after 10 days away from the team. So what does that mean for the organization with opening night only one day away for Philadelphia? And speaking of opening night, the Celtics, they tip off against the Knicks tonight at Madison Square Garden on ESPN. So what are the team's ceiling and what are their team's floors? We're going to answer that in just a couple of minutes. Plus, I sat down with Victor Wembanyama ahead of his debut tonight. Hear what he said about winning championships ASAP. You are watching NBA Today. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. One day away from the 76ers regular season debut and James Harden, he's back in Philadelphia. He was at the team's practice facility this morning. He participated in team activities, but now the team is headed out on the road. They have a flight to catch to Milwaukee. So let's make sense of this latest development with our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski. Woj, let's just start with why is James Harden back now and what happened today? Well, first of all, James Harden did not get on that plane to Milwaukee with the team and the organization wants him to stay back and, and start to ramp up with their uh, medical staff, with their development staff, uh, with some of the two-way players on their roster who didn't go on the trip, mm. and, and, and having access to their rehab equipment and their medical, uh, all the recovery stuff that goes, that goes in there for a player who's not practiced with them since October 15th, who's been gone for about a week and a half. And listen, uh, part of the reason James Harden is back now Tomorrow night is the buck is their opener against the Bucks. Yes. And if you start missing games, if you are not accounted for in the NBA, and and you don't have an excuse, you don't have a valid reason for being gone. For James Harden, that would have been three hundred and ninety thousand dollars a game. So he certainly avoids that fine because he's back with the team. And now this is an organization uh, that wants to spend the next few days okay. uh, seeing uh, how close they can get James Harden. To, to being able to make a debut this season. 
to being able to make a debut, and that is the key date that we are all waiting for. Woj, thank you so very much. We'll have much more from Adrian Wojnarowski coming up on NBA Countdown. In the meantime, here is the 76er schedule coming up. Woj mentioned the goal is for him to be able to make a debut, so where might that be at? He is not with the team traveling to Milwaukee for their season opener on Thursday, as Woj just reported, so I think Sixers fans, they watch all of this. You're taking all of this in, Zach, and you're wondering, is this good news? Is this bad news for my team? Help us make sense of this. So he didn't get out of the plane. He got he got off the plane? He got off the plane, off Ross. The plane. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. If I'm a Sixers fan, I want my team to win this year, win the championship, win, get to the conference finals. I, I'm, I have no idea if he's closer to playing not playing, I get that he doesn't want to get fined. I'm kind of at the stage where I'll believe he plays, let's say, fully engaged basketball when I see it, and until then I'm kind of expecting everything but that. But, yeah, he didn't get on the plane. Didn't get on the plane. There is a time when you're a star and you can sort of create your own rules, but the time has passed for James Harden, and that's the reality. And the best option for him is to be available on the court and I think he has acknowledged that but I think this whole detente whether you get on the plane or not has really come to make realize that it's on the Sixers like they have a team that has to go out there and perform they have to have the peace of mind that whoever has been preparing is ready because this is a big year for them and I say them because it's Joel Embiid that they have to keep happy the reigning MVP and so I see this as James doing what he has always done and thinking he can figure things out, but that time has passed where he's had It's hard his to own do that, though, because there's been a complete erosion of trust. <sighs> Obviously, James has made it clear he does not trust the 76ers. We, that is very clear. Now the 76ers cannot really trust him because he came late to training camp, then he, they thought he was going to participate in the preseason, and then he left. Now he comes back. How long is he going to stay? I think there's maybe some belief out there that this – him returning with some indication that there was action in the trade market. I don't believe that that's the case. I think the trade market is still relatively frozen there. I think he's just come back, and now you don't know if he's going to leave again. So if there's no trust, it's very hard to go forward. Parker, are you okay? Awesome. No, I'm not. Oh, it's raining. <laughs> no, it's just James Harden using the restroom. Man, like, how many times we going to keep believing him? Like, seriously, like, we keep going back and forth. Oh, the Philly want to see if he really go buy in. Why would they even trust him? Mm. Over the last three years, what makes anybody believe anything that James Harden is going to say? James Harden just left on the team, no communication. Nick Nurse set out a text, hey, how you doing? No response. All of a sudden, he pops up. Oh, yeah, you can stay back, work. Let's see how your attitude is. Like, what? What are we talking about? <laughs> well, the absence for the last couple of days, right, was an excused absence. The I team has said that that was okay for him to be away from the team. Now he's back. He and is. we're in different waters, though, Malika, because when you are so close to game time, Perk, you and I know we play pro. When you're close to game time, everyone has to do the same thing. There are protocols. And if you're not available to practice the days leading in, you have to go through those exact protocols. This is not later in the season, in the playoffs. And I'm talking about, like, practicing, shoot around. You're, you're playing scout. We've seen so many teams preparing. Like, if you're not a part of that, you have to do what the team says. And that's why I'm not surprised that this is the outcome that we're at. Because seriously, like, if you're the other guys in the locker room, how do you really feel? Well, and that's the question, Perk. How does Joe, not the other guys, how does Joel Embiid feel about all of this, this latest chapter, Brian, that now, okay, he good. he's back. The stance that Joel Embiid has very clearly taken is to be stay neutral in the middle. 
He has not criticized James Harden. He has not criticized the organization. He has basically tried to be right down the middle and say, we're going to play with who we have here. When James Harden didn't show and the whole organization was surprised, he was like, he must have something to do. Patrick Beverly, P.J. Tucker, Danny Green. That's why you had those vets in the locker room. But I have a question. At what point does Joel Embiid, who, mind you, is a year older than Giannis Antetokounmpo, 29 years old, when does he pull a Giannis? When does he publicly go and say, hey, I want to win a championship, or at least I want to be a contender? We've seen so many different he iterations. Did. He said it over the summer, and he added in Philadelphia or wherever it might be. Look, this is Groundhog Day for Joel Embiid. This is every year with this team. It's something all the time. And, yeah. All the teams with trade assets, the Knicks, the Heat, whoever else you want to mention, they've been monitoring this. They'll continue to monitor it. They have these draft picks burning a hole in their pocket. But look, he's in Philadelphia. This team's going to be good without James Harden. They can't win the East without James Harden or an equivalent player in his place. I don't know how they're going to get an equivalent player in his place, but this is Groundhog Day for Joel Embiid, and it's starting to feel like Groundhog Day for all of us. <laughs> Woj said the word debut. When is it going to be? When are we going to see it? Let's see. Are we any closer to that boiling point for Joel Embiid? I don't think so. I think he has decided for the foreseeable future that he is going to play the straight and narrow, but obviously we know human nature. We can all see what his, what his uh, contract situation is. We can all see his age. At some point, it may not be that way, which is why the other teams out there are preparing for that day. And it's not just with Embiid. They prepare for all-stars, like the situation. But right now, especially with Giannis re-upped in Milwaukee, yeah. Embiid is the guy who's on the front burner. Yeah, and th that's when Shanae starts to do... Pulling a windy. When the I windy. pull a windy. The windy hands. All right, so, jo <laughs> so James Harden not with the team in Milwaukee, but back with the 76. Can we get a map? We will <laughs> can we get like a map with, with tax we can move all, around? All over the place. Well, the next stop we will be going on our map Ooh. is to San Antonio because we have my exclusive interview Good. with NBA phenom Victor Wait until you hear what he says is the biggest difference between the NBA and Europe. Here, players are like predators. What do you mean by that? Here, it's, it's really like the people play like it's life or death. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. I've been playing this way for years. 
always been shooting threes, handling the ball. I didn't look up to players for me to do that. I inspired myself in doing whatever I wanted to do. Have you had a chance to watch Victor Wembanyama play yet? How can you miss him? Rattles in another three. Cheat code type vibe. This is the cheat code. You gotta get ready for this kid. He has the chance to be one of the best to ever play this game. The league's, the league's really in trouble when he comes in. Rejected at the rim. Get that out of here. Oh, oh, this kid is good. Everybody's been a unicorn over the last few years, but he's more like, like an alien. He's for sure a generational talent. Do you see this, my friends? We are on the precipice of getting to see someone who's already been called the greatest prospect in the history of team sports start his NBA career. Tonight, the 7'5 sensation Victor Wembanyama, he will make his regular season debut for the San Antonio Spurs. Now, there are rookies and there are those who revolutionize the game. And tonight on ESPN, the revolution, it will be televised. Wemby and I talked about just that. I'm wondering if you and I, we could just go back for a minute to the morning of the draft lottery. You're in France. Was there any point in the day where you thought, I'm gonna end up in San Antonio? I was kind of nervous that day. I'm not anxious at all, but it was probably the day I was the most nervous of my life. From one moment to the other, you're gonna, you're gonna be told, yeah, you're gonna live there. Of course, I had, still had some doubt inside of me, but I had the feeling that it would be San Antonio. The number one pick in the 2023 NBA Draft goes to the San Antonio Spurs. Everything in France is a little bit small. The doorways are small, the cars are small, the elevators are small. Everything is bigger in Texas. What's been the biggest difference in that for you? You know what, I think most people would say Texas is big, or the US is big, rather than France is small. But, <laughs> of course, my my life has been very different ever since I got here, but I come here with a new, with a new status as an NBA player. I'm not really living through the same experiences as I was. I don't think I've went out just to walk even once in, in Texas, but I could do it in France. What do you miss? I think what I miss the most is being close from my family. Not just my, my siblings and my parents, because they are going to be able to visit me pretty often, hopefully, but like my, my cousins, my grandparents, for who it's hard to, to travel, but it's not worth it. Future is right here in San Antonio. On opening night, when you're staring eye to eye, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving, what are you going to be feeling if it's not pressure? Yeah, I got great memories of watching these players. I actually saw Luka play in Spain and Kyrie, so many memories of just watching the NBA as a kid. No, it's not going to be pressure. It's going to be excitement. I've changed my mindset, and it's also a difference between the States and Europe. Here, players are like predators. What do you mean by that? Here, it's, it's really like the people play like it's life or death. I used to, to feel that, like I had it, but to put it on the side and, and not really use it, because it was accepting that you are being threatened. It's kind of a weakness being threatened, you know? This is the cheat code. This is not fair. But now I'm, I changed my mind and I, I'm thinking it's a motivation that I, I've got to use. How important is winning Rookie of the Year to you? It's not my main goal. I know it's going to come, but it's, it's not what I should 
worry about, I think, because it's naturally going to come if put 100% in the court and sacrifice for my teammates. Everyone loved this. On the night of the draft lottery, you said, I want to win a championship ASAP. Now that you've seen some of the competition up close, how do you reflect on those comments? Everyone wants it, for sure. But some more than others, and I know the Spurs, they know how to do it. They've done it in the past multiple times, and they're going to do it again. I just want it, of course, as quick as possible, but it's going to come. Victor Wembanyama, he has lofty goals for himself, and here are some of the things he could try and do during his rookie season. The last rookie to make an All-Star game, it was Blake Griffin in 2011. And then Tim Duncan was the last rookie to make the All-NBA and All-Defensive team in 1998. And the last rookie to league, lead the league in blocks was Manute Bowl, and that was back in 86. We will have Victor's debut tonight on ESPN. The rest of the league tips off their season tonight as well. We're going to debate who has the highest ceiling and then who has the lowest floors. Which direction is Zion Williamson headed? That's next. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're watching NBA Today. There are 12 games across tonight's packed slate, meaning that we're going to have our first look at 24 different teams from around the league heading into the season. There are plenty of reasons, right, for optimism from fan bases that can overshadow maybe some areas of glaring concern. But don't you fear. That's why we're debuting our latest segment. It is called Elevator Pitch. And what we're going to do is we are going to spotlight a couple of matchups. You're going to make a quick little elevator pitch as the doors close, sell on why a team is most likely going up toward their ceiling, or headed to the lower level, headed down to their floor. We've got places to go. We've got games to watch. So we're going to get these pitches started. They have to be quick. Get it? Got it? Good, my friends? Let's get it started. And we're going to start with the game that's going to kick off our ESPN doubleheader tonight as the current favorites to win the NBA title. The Boston Celtics, they head to Madison Square Garden to take on the Knicks, who are just coming off their second playoff series win in the last 10 years. So, Miss Chanae, okay. start with you. Sell me. We going up, we going down. 
Okay, I'm all right. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown have one of those cool, you know, rooftop elevator cards that take you all the way to the roof, and they're throwing a party on the roof, largely because this is a team that can win a championship. Jason Tatum, I believe this guy dragging him into my shot said he's going to be MVP this I year. Did. They did. also have the top six players starting six because their coach hasn't decided on their starting lineup in basketball. They have depth at the top. And then last but not least, I mean, this is a squad that has improved. And so when I look at the Celtics, I see a team that's hungry. They have not made it over the mountaintop. They have so many different players that are capable. Was that it? Yeah. And it's up and it's up until it's stuck. The elevator is stuck at the top in my Cardi B voice. Thank you, Cardi All right, on the flip side, we have the Knicks. Odd makers, they put New York's over under at 45 and a half. Their highest total since 2013. So, Zach, tell me, are they more likely to be headed up or down? Oh, for so long at MSG, the elevators didn't work. People weren't in good enough shape to take the stairs. The elevators are working now. Hit the up button. The Knicks are deep. They're young, and Tom Thibodeau seems to kind of been up and down. They got to shed that. They're going up, and just in case things aren't going well, they got a million draft picks to trade, a million contracts to trade. The Knicks are back. They're going up. Sing the song. Moving on. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> you, he did it. I beat the buzzer. You beat the buzzer. All right, let's pivot to another game on tonight's slate. Zion Williamson, his fourth season getting underway with the Pelicans as they take on the Memphis Grizzlies. New Orleans enters the season with a win total of 43 and a half. That is two games behind the Grizzlies. So I ask you, Wendy, both of these teams, they seem like they have a wide variance of where their ceilings could go. What direction are you selling me on? Pelicans. Not crazy about the Pelicans at the moment. I'm not saying that's like for the whole season, okay. but they're in their preseason, they were the dead last team on offensive efficiency. I know Zion had a couple of good performances, but their overall starting lineup was shaky. Their shooting has been down. Um, they, their, their, their starting lineup really doesn't have a lot of time together. That inconsistency showed. Zion hasn't played since January 2nd. I'm not feeling great about I know people are just assuming the Pelicans can go back to second place, but oh. Ding. Let's keep it going to Chicago. Are we going to jump as the elevator moves? Chet Holmgren, he's going to make his regular season debut as the Thunder. They visit the Bulls. So, Perk, we know you're big on OKC. Can they do it this season? We'll see. Let's focus on the Bulls. Oddsmakers have given them a win total of 37.5. When you talk Chicago, are you riding this team up or are you going down? First of all, I'm not jumping in the, jumping in the elevator because it might get stuck. Second of all, I'm going down wow. past the floor. I'm going to the basement because I feel like this Bulls team was built around Lonzo Ball and he's out. So that messes up the floor of their offense. I don't see the Bulls going anywhere. They got Patrick Beverly in the trade. He was the emotional leader last year. Helped him in the play-in tournament. Now nah, he's gone. It's no leadership in that locker room. I appreciate all wow. your elevator pitches and Perk beat the Ooh, buzzer. Wow! Talking fast, my friend. You know how much that took. <laughs> it's time to step off <laughs> the elevator. Breath. We'll be back in 60 seconds. <laughs> Get NBA 2K24 for 30% off now, and see why it's being heralded as a game like we've never seen before. Scan the QR code for more details and to get your copy now. See you on the court. Here is our first NBA doubleheader. It is tonight on ESPN and the app. The Celtics, the Knicks in Madison Square Garden at 7 Eastern. And then it's out to the regular season debut of Victor Wembanyama in San Antonio against the Mavericks. NBA countdown starts it all off at 6 o'clock Eastern live from Madison Square Garden. So how are the Mavs preparing for Victor Wembanyama? Have you guys seen this video from practice? Yes. Where this isn't necessarily new. We see coaches go, in this case, God, Sham God, 
holding up instruments, but it's tall enough. Wemby. He's right. The extended arms, this equipment, it just illustrates the unique challenge that teams are going to face when they play Victor Wembanyama and the San Antonio Spurs. Here's what oddmakers expect from Victor Wembanyama tonight. Caesars has set his point total at over 17, his block total at over two. And remember, Victor averaged over 19 points per game in the preseason. The Spurs last number one overall pick, Tim Duncan, he scored 15 in his debut. Brian. You saw LeBron James make his debut. You have been in the building for all-time greats, getting their NBA career started. What do you expect from Victor? You know, LeBron's first preseason, he didn't play that great. He had some good highlights. He shot the ball poorly, turned the ball over a ton. That game in Sacramento, where he scored 25 points, was a surprise. Nobody thought he was going to play that well. If Victor has 25 tonight, it would not be a surprise because he's been awesome Mm. in this preseason. Over 50% from the field, two three-pointers a game, three blocks a game. I'm expecting huge things. I'm taking the overs on those uh, numbers right there. Are you, Perk? Absolutely. He's going to score 20 in his sleep tonight. I'm looking at the defensive side of things because I don't want to be wrong. (laughs) Defensive player of the year, two and a half blocks, that's light work. That's light work what he's going to do because Kyrie Irving and Luka Doncic, they're the guys that you have to show them to make them believe, right? So they're going to try him out. I should mention Luka is questionable for tonight's game, Zach. This dude blots out the sun on defense. And look, he's already transcended normal basketball fandom. Like, I have random people in my life who are not sports fans who will come up and ask me, is this French kid? Like, is this for real? And I tell them, if he stays healthy, I just don't see any way he's not like a 10-time All-Star kind of player. Like, that, this dude is that good, and it starts tonight. Mm. So he has an ability to eclipse the competition. Oh. Lots of the but the reality is if the basketball gods created a dream end game player and I'm talking about the gods of Spalding and the gods gods of Wilson it's Victor Webinyama and I feel like in this moment you believe it when you see it and finally we're starting to see it we saw it in the preseason you saw it you've been in the gutter in the trenches seeing it you know overseas but the reality here is that we're starting to see that this guy is like if you put a video game together of all high level skills and then what I love is Maliki you can speak to this even better his will to win, will to compete. I mean, that word predator, he knows that he is being hunted, and that's only going to unleash his best form of his game. So I think those numbers, 17 and 2, he got that in the bag. I've been lucky enough to sit down with finals MVPs right after it happens. I've been lucky enough to sit down with champions, some of the best in the game, as well as prospects who are entering their career. There is something about the mindset of Victor Wembanyama that is different than anybody else that I have ever been around. It's hard to put my finger on. I know you spent a lot of time with him too, Brian, on what exactly it is. Special falls short of what Victor Wembanyama is and what he is about to unleash on this league. And he gets the great opportunity to do it at home. It's going to be so. It's set up for him to have a great moment. Let's see it. Let's see it. Let's see it for everybody to see. He's LeBron when LeBron came out. Mature way past his age. Right. Like my grandma used to say, they got old souls, baby. <laughs> baby. Well, some might say as a prospect, he was better. Now the ceiling, the standard that LeBron has set, it, it is almost impossibly high. But if anyone can meet it, at least where we sit right now, it certainly is Victor Wembanyama. All right, we're going to see you for our doubleheader on ESPN. You're not